but we're back. It's drunk on the ice. Now we're drunk on the ice. <laughs> it's episode 144. Mark, the preseason has started. Talk to me. Talk to me about, about where you're at. Well, I think, you know, um, going through the first two games, uh, the first game against the Devils uh, was very, um, you know, oof. like I was, you know, like if you're going to sit down and write, for example, right? Like it's, and you want to talk about guy, you know, it's, we're, we're more looking, it's not about the win loss thing as much as it is. You're looking at guys like individual basis, like what guys are doing, but nobody played well. Like they looked awful. And, um, you know, the second game is an understatement. Yeah. And the devils are contenders and, you know, um, but, but even so I, I, you know, I think that, that, uh, that first game was like, I'm trying to think back to like guys, you know, someone who stuck out a possible way. I can't think of anybody. Um, yeah, that, that one. And listen, it's probably a good thing that it was the, the one complaint that I'm going to start off with, with the, the preseason hockey. It's not easy to find. No, it is it, not. It, it's no. it's it's the the preseason hockey. You would think the way that like preseason NFL games are handled, right? There's a local mm-hmm. broadcast that takes on the the network, right? And they they just broadcast the games. It's really easy to find the the first Flyers Devils game, if I remember correctly. It was available online only. Yes, and, and then the second game with the Islanders was only on radio. Well, the Islanders was it on the Islanders website carried it. Um, oh, okay. So it yeah. was available online, but so like on the team online. website. Yeah, on the team website, on their team website. Right. And um they're kind of hard to like they're hard to watch like in terms of like the Islanders broadcast. It looked like somebody was like following the puck with their phone. Like I was having a <laughs> You know, like I, 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 I was texting a buddy of mine and I'm like, I'm, I had to like, look away a couple times. I was like, I'm getting dizzy. Like I, I like trying to keep out the cameras like jerky and it's moving around. And I'm just like, this is not the way to watch a, a hockey game. Uh, well, and, it, and it's a, it's, it's not like you're just saying like, Oh, like my, my buddy across the country, I, I want to watch his kid play peewee hockey. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, here FaceTime me the 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 rink. Like we're talking about like this is professional. This is the highest level of of professional yeah. hockey in this country in North America. Yeah. Like you you can't tell me that the whatever the the local network the the production right. value is not there to be able to just say, "Hey, like I'm not saying you have to send the whole the whole crew and the whole truck but yeah. like, can we maybe put like one guy on either end, like, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, we'll we'll, we'll handle it from yeah. a production standpoint from that way. Like, yeah. it just that's my complaint. My complaint about like for because if there's one fan base that is like, this is the only team I follow, it's the Flyers. Yeah, yeah. and there are people that will go out of their way to to go out and find where this team is. But yeah. like the fact that like those three different, you know, and last night the game with the Bruins is on the NHL network. Right. 
like it shouldn't be that hard to find. It's right. like it, there, there should be, even if it's on, like, even if you say like all the NHL game, all the preseason games are going to be available on NHL.com. Mm-hmm. Great. If I want to watch a preseason game, I go to NHL.com. Right. Great. I'm there. Cool. But the fact that like one game was on a flyer, it's on the home team website. The other game it's on the away team's website. This one's on the NHL network. Yeah. Like, like let's not make this complicated. Like, right. If because there are people that do want to tune in and watch it, right? And yeah, I mean they're not they're not easy to to, to find and uh, no. you know so that was you know and, and you know for me like I I went out of my way to find that game that Devils game and they you know and then they get their doors blown off you know <laughs> uh, but uh, you're like wait I'm I'm actually gonna sit down and invest some time yeah and then and then it's horrible yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh god you know. So, so, that, so that that game, right? That mm-hmm. game. Um, I did get some some perspective, right? The uh, okay. so Jason Martinez, the guy he does the the Flyers sure. daily, is is a good listen as far as like giving those like daily recaps of you know absolutely. Yeah. So you know the the thing that he was kind of focusing on coming out of that was you know he had a conversation with Scott Lawton talking about you know the leadership and the and the because he's now. You know, one of the the more tenured, you know, athletes on that team. Yeah. Just talk to me about like, is there anything to glean from this preseason that we didn't already know? Um, you know, I, I think with um the first two games, it was like like the Devils game, I, I think was just kind of one of those things you throw the whole game out. And 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 you know, even from like an evaluation standpoint, things looked a lot better, even though they had lost to the Islanders the other night. Um, it looked a lot better. Uh, the process looked a lot better. Uh, the Flyers didn't dress a lot of skill players in that game. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it was more of like a grinding type of like, you know, a lot of a lot of board battles and things like that. Um, I think from like, you know, with you were mentioning like Scott Lawton talking about it and taking – things away from it like the flyers have like especially on defense there's spots open uh to be one and i think oh, that the, the the organization is looking for um young players to fulfill those roles or at least see where some of those players are in their development where okay maybe they're not ready right now but a half a season in lehigh valley maybe they'll be ready mid-season Agreed. you know um something like that. So we're like, it's a full blown like evaluation process for some of these guys, especially on defense. Um, You know, I look at a player like coming into this camp, Tyson Forrester, who finished the season with the flyers. Yeah. Um, is not had a, he's not looked great in these games. Uh, and he's like battling for a spot. Now on the flip side of that, a kid coming in the camp that everybody was kind of intrigued by was Bobby Brink. He has a great game last night. He wins them the game. Uh, goal and an what, assist. Ha- and then the shootout. Not, yeah. Haven't not seen a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Um, really impressed. I mean, I'm, I'm watching the game last night and I'm watching him, how he's negotiating his shifts. Like I was really impressed. And then the fact that he was one of the first, you know, first couple of guys that they go to for that shootout. Mm-hmm. And the goal that he has in the shootout, just really, really impressive. Just yeah. I, I was, 
I, I liked what I saw. So yeah. for me, like that's a guy that I'm going to, you know, for the next three, you know, they got three more preseason games coming up. He's a guy I'm going to keep my eye on. Yeah. And I, I think he, he, um, you know, he inserted himself pretty well in, in that game and he was playing with Morgan Frost and Owen Tippett, two guys that are, you know, on the team. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he inserted himself pretty well. He got power play time. Um, and it wasn't just like the goal, the assist, and then the shootout goal. It was the fact that like like the the power play, like it was on the the assist was on the power play. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like a tic-tac-toe type of play. He gets the puck, and instead of just like ripping it across the ice, he kind of takes a moment, digests the play, freezes the defenseman and the goaltender finds Ryan pulling back door and it's a, it's a, you know, it's an empty net or slam dunk for pulling. It was like a really smart crafty play. Right. Um, he steps right down the shoot on the, on the goal and like just wires a puck pass. Uh, Lena Salmark, who's a good goalie, yeah. you know, like he's a serious goalie, you know, in the league. And, um, you know, that shot would have beaten any, you know, goaltender that point blank like that. It was a, great shot and then the shootout goal was was really impressive because of the poise uh the patience with the puck and to like pull it out on your backhand like that and like roof it like he did is like really really like that's different you could very easily like scoop that puck like over the net and miss it by like you know on that backhand play but you, you could miss that one by 10 feet. Yeah. You could like, you know, roof it up into the safety and adding and people would be like, what the hell was that? Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, you can look really um, bad. Um, but the patience and all with that, with that one was, um, you know, he inserted himself really well. That was a really good game for him. And as you said, like he, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, including the flyers are going to look at him uh, pretty closely in these next couple games. Cause I'm sure he earned himself another game or two. I was going to say, he's he's at least earned that more prominent spot in these next three preseason games. Yeah. Um, you know, because they're going to have they, – they got the game tonight with the Devils, and then they got Monday with the Bruins again, and then, you know, they got the, the Islanders on Thursday, and then they mm. kick off the season on, on October 12th. Right. I just – you know, I, I'm – I don't have – I'm going into this season with legit zero expectations. Yep. I'm just I'm, – I'm going in just to see out of curiosity what this young talent pool looks like. Yeah. And to see the guys that are going to elevate themselves, guys that are going to be – you know, make themselves productive and see what, what value they present as they start to slow build this thing back. I don't – I'm just – I'm – that that's the part to me that I'm most excited about because I'm looking at this team going, I haven't had this in a while yeah. because we've been on this kind of like seesaw of the organization talking about, no, we're, we're retooling. We're going to be relevant. We're going to be, and then not. Right. And it's right. nice to have that turnover. You have the turnover in management over the, the off season. You're now able to, everybody's on the same page, mm-hmm. the team, the ownership, upper management, all of that is all going in the right direction. Yeah. And it, it one thing that you said there, Don, was that that was, you know, I, I hear from a lot of people that I, I, I talk to 
they say the same thing about, hey, I'm not, I don't have any expectations for this year, but it kind of like rejuvenated people. I think like the, it really did. Um, you know, because they're saying that the, the people that I'm talking, like people that I talk to randomly or that talk to me about it, family, friends and all, they're like, hey, I'm not really expecting much from them this year, but I'm excited for them to start. And it's, and I think it's, it's, the, it's the transparency, right? It's the organization coming forward saying, hey, this might not look that great the next couple of years, but this is where we're at and this is how right. we're doing it. And, um, you know, I think the fan base appreciates, appreciates, um, that transparency with that, like, and, um, there's going to be reasons to watch them, you know, like, uh, this year, like there's, there's going to be a mixture of young players. There's guys coming back this year, um, that are, that look like they could be a part of like a solution moving forward. Owen Tippett had a great year last year. He played Mm -hmm. well last night, I thought. He did as well. But and, like that uh, that that play late in the game where he gets the you know, he really kind of fights through that 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 breakaway, mm-hmm. ends up getting the penalty shot. The penalty shot isn't isn't super impressive, but love to see the the battle to be able to put himself in a position where the defensive player doesn't the, you know, the defenseman doesn't have an option but to physically create the barrier between himself and the goalie. Yeah. which, you know, puts him in a position to be able to get the penalty shot. Yeah. But that was impressive from a guy yeah. who's, you know, who's young but is also battling, you know, for more ice time on a team that he really does have an opportunity to be able to to get as much time as he's earning. Yeah. And, and for, you know, for a player like Tippett, it's like, you know, he had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. Now this year he has to prove that – he could do it again. And, yeah. you know, um, last night in, in particular was, you know, he played with Morgan Frost and Bobby Brink and yeah. Brink played the right wing. Uh, Cause I believe he's an actual right winger and Tippett, who's also a, a right winger, like, you know, by trade, he, he right. moved over to the left side. Um, that's not always easy for guys, you know, some guys struggle with no, that. It's not. And um, so you know, like, but I didn't see any discernible difference in his game. Like he played well and um, some guys can do it. Some guys can do it pretty seamlessly. And it's part of what adds to their value is that they can play, you know, either wing side or some guys can play all three forward positions, which is even more valuable. But um, yeah, he played, he played well. And, and as you said, on that, on that shootout or the, I'm sorry, the penalty shot goal uh, mm-hmm. opportunity, uh, that was completely created by his, you know, his, his, um, you know, willingness to to kind of like work through the checking there. Draw he drew that penalty. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it was not. It wasn't. He wasn't clean all in on uh, all, all right. in on alone on the goaltender. He actually had to work through some checking there to get to it. Right. And um, you know, so that was encouraging too. And so there are some guys coming back here that are kind of in that they're not in their early twenties anymore, but they're in their mid twenties, like Tippett and Frost. Like we want to see if they're going to like, if they can do it again this year. Right. That's typically where you see that elevation in, in play that like, yeah. I'm not, in, I'm not 21, but I'm also not 30. Yeah. And that mid, that mid twenties is where those guys, it, it's, it's almost like a confluence of, you know, experience and maturity and, you know, gameplay 
they all kind of, like stuff starts to make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, talk to me about the goalie play. Yeah, because you you get you, 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 I think we all kind of understand, right? Carter Hart is you know the number one goalie on this team. Yeah. But talk to me about the guys behind him, right? Because you've got you know you've got you know Sam Erickson, you've got Cal Peterson, you've got you know Felix Sandstrom, you've got Carson Bjornsson. You you've got guys in the pipeline, right? Yeah. Which does you know kind of open up people's eyes to some conversations. This Carter Hart as a is you know. We've talked about it before. Is he a guy that ends up getting moved? Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about the guys behind Carter Hart. Carter Hart. Um, yeah, I, I think like like that's another full blown like camp battle going on right now. It's like the mm-hmm. goaltending, and um, I thought last night. I mean, for Felix Sandstrom, like he didn't play last night, but I thought he inserted himself pretty well in the Islanders game. He did play some in that that game, and mm-hmm. um, he's coming off a year where like he was not it was not that great. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, ups and downs for him last year, uh, with with the flyers. And they really had him in that backup role because they didn't really have anybody else until Sandstrom or, um, Urson came up and they started playing Sam Urson, who I know they're high on the flyers like Sam Urson quite a bit. Right. And, um, you know, he, he and, uh, Cal Peterson, uh, you know, they split time last night. That was a tough game, I think, for a young goalie like Urson, who early on in the game, he didn't see a lot of work. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, the Bruins through the first, like, eight minutes of the first period have one shot on goal. Yeah. So that that's that's tough. Uh, for As a goalie, yes. You're, you're, that, that inactivity can kind mm-hmm. of lead to some complacency. Yeah. So you're kind of just like, you know, and then they get a power play and, then you got David Pasternak ripping pucks at you. He scored sixty goals last year. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. the 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 be, between like that. Pasternak is just like it's it's on a it's on like another planet. You know? Yeah. And you know you got you just have you have a ton you have a ton of talent on that roster, mm-hmm. and it, that that's the one part about last season that kind of blows my mind. It's like how they fell so hard so fast in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it may have been like one of those classic they peaked early. You know, they were playing yeah. like really, really well. Um a little just a tad too early in the season. Now they're in a completely different Boston's in a completely different situation. Patrice Bergeron retired. I don't think David Krejci's back. So that's their number one and two centers uh just up and gone yeah so um even though they have some elite play driving uh wingers mm-hmm. like david posternock they just need brad marchand captain like these guys are still great players it's just right. that like i don't know how great the center play is going to be this year but we'll have to wait and see what happens there but they're still a good team and uh um, oh, most definitely but uh you know like so that was tough i, I think going back to the game uh, that was tough for Urson, uh, like like to step in. But when he did see work, I, I thought he looked good. He looked sharp. And then Cal Peterson came in, who was dreadful uh, in the first preseason game. Uh, yeah. He played no lies detected there. No, uh, he was uh, he was excellent in this in this game against Boston. I mean, he made a I think it was a two on one, uh, made a a post to post save blocker save. 
uh, sprawling to one side. And, and he did have that leaky goal. I think that, uh, you know, he went down in the butterfly. It was on the power play. I think it was in the slot and the puck kind of trickled through him. You know, you don't like to see that uh, for, for goaltenders. Like, you know, you get, it's kind of like the old football adage, right? You know, you get your hands on it. You got to catch it. I think like for a goalie, right. you know, if it hits you, you got to stop it. Right. Like, so, um, yeah, so like that, that was a tough one, but I mean, he made some really, really great saves, like really kind of showed off his athleticism and, uh, you know, his, his hockey sense or his, you know, his mm-hmm. crease sense to kind of get post to post and anticipate those, uh, scene passes. So he played well. And, um, I think for the camp, like, I mean, Peterson's like one of those guys where like he comes over in the Provorov trade mm-hmm. and, you know, he's making a lot of money uh, for, you know, I think another two seasons or something like that. Flyers have a ton so. of goalies. So it's like kind of like, where does he kind of fit? But uh, he's kind of playing for his NHL life at this point, I think. You know, he was really, he had a really challenging year last year. And he's got to come in here and prove that he can play at this level still. And, oh, definitely. Um, you know. And, he, and he's got some, you know, he's got a good young goalie who I think has starter potential in Sam Erson also battling for a spot with him. So the goalie uh, battle will be interesting, I, I think, right up to because I've seen moments from all three of them. So, um, yeah, you're not wrong. I, yeah, I, think, I think for me, I'm looking again, I'm on a whole wait and see approach. Like, yeah, I just want to see see guys that want to add and make positive contributions to the roster. I'm not looking for, I'm not, you're, you're never going to hear me on here being critical of anything on ice because they're young. They're going to make mistakes. They're, they're going to, but they're going to earn the right to play. And they're going to earn that ice time based on the leadership that's in place with the organization and the leadership that's going to be in place with Tortorella. I really just, I like, I wasn't on board. You know, you remember a couple, you know, there, there were episodes where I was very critical of the fact that like, I thought Tortorella came in a year too early. It really yeah. affected, you know, they, they, they probably won a bunch of games that they really didn't need to, Yeah. but I've kind of come around to kind of realize that like, you can't start to rebuild that roster without having the leadership in place to really, that accountability piece is huge. And it's yeah. huge for that young population of players that's going to be, you know, if you want them, if you want to build that core, yeah, that's going to be something that you're going to need to have in place. You can't just, you can't just insert that later on in the, in that process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, that's a big part of it for, for the flyers. I think it's like, mm-hmm. they're very culture conscious. Um, I feel like, I think like when they were, um, the last few seasons, I think they felt, well, not like last few seasons, but really for a while now that somewhere along the way that, you know, accountability or, or whatever you'd like to call it, it mm-hmm. kind of was falling a little bit by the wayside. And that's just not how, you know, historically the flyers do business, you know what I mean? Like, right. This has always kind of been like, mm-hmm. like the culture element was always a, a big part of it for them. And, um, you know, so the fact that they're trying to restore that now, I think is a a good thing. I think it has people, uh, people are excited again about them, even if it, you know, 
you know, the summer, the summer really kind of went well for them. I think like mm-hmm. as far as moving guys along that uh, either didn't want to be here or were not good pieces, like not good fit, not a good fit for the, what they were trying to do. Um, the Mitchkoff piece was super exciting, you know, to add that. And you That's know, a good and- transition because I was about to ask you, <laughs> like, I need, I, I need our, our, we, we need our daily fix. What, what's the, what's the latest on, on Mitchkoff and, and, and his play, you know, over at Russia? I think he's done pretty well. I mean, he ended up his, his original program that he was with, uh, Ska, they, they loaned him out to Sochi, mm-hmm. which is where he had played last year. Right. Uh, Sochi's not as good as the team that is loaning him out. Um, but he's going to get more opportunities to play. And he wasn't getting those opportunities for uh, Ska, the team that he was, he was originally with. And um, so on Sochi, he, he kind of gets the opportunities to kind of do, he gets to kind of play and and not kind of get the play. He does get the play and he, he could, you know, he's out there creating and things like that. Right. Um, But from all accounts, everything that I've seen, he looks like he's played pretty well. Uh, I know the other day I saw that they didn't uh, – Sochi didn't play that well. They had got – I think they got blown out in the game. Yeah. But, um, you know, it happens. And, and you know, they're not a great team, uh, Sochi. But he's getting op- – he's playing every day. And I think for – at this point, that's all we can kind of hope for with him is that he's gotcha. playing every day. So, yeah, Listen, the only way that young guy's going to get better is, is by playing. By yeah. making – you know, you go in and you, and you make those mistakes and you figure out what works. But – yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mark, any final thoughts on the way out? Yeah, I'm just ready for the for for football here uh, t- today and tomorrow. It's probably going to be what my day's filled of. There we I go. Gotta clean around. I got to clean the house, dude. That's an iron. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Listen, in time it's, for... it, 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 it's those fall fall. It's those fall things, right? My, yeah, you know, I'm 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 excited. It, it's it's a really good confluence of. Uh, of sports, right. You're going to have pretty much every professional sport, you know, all happening simultaneously. You mix in the college football. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a really great, uh, it's a really great place to be. Mark, before we head out, tell them where they can find your, your, your podcast, water coral talk. Yeah. Uh, we're on Spotify and Facebook, Instagram and, uh, X that, which is still weird for me to say, I, 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 my brain is supposed to say Twitter. When, when, you, when you type it in, right, the X is in the top left-hand corner, but it still says Twitter.com. Yeah, yeah. So, so. And then I'm always getting corrected by people. They're always like, you know, it's X now. And I'm like, it, it comes up Twitter. So, I mean. Does it really matter? Yeah, like, if, if I call it X, you call it Twitter, does it really matter? Yeah. So, you can find the podcast on Eli Musk's website. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like his website, everything he's talking about, like my podcast is on there. You can see it there. But uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're going to be back for that in a, in a couple weeks. I'm going to have Mike Gelato okay. on from Fired Up. We're going to do a nice. Metropolitan Division preview. So we're going to go through every team in the Metro. I love it. And uh, we're going to do that before the, the season kicks off. Um, the Ramos Roundup will be back. I'll have that for the website uh, by Monday. We'll get that yeah. up and up and going again. Listen, you have a busy week writing. Yeah, there's so much. That's why I have to. I have to do it as I'm hitting. You got to get something on the docket because yeah, you know, you're gonna have you know, you got the Eagles game Sunday. You're gonna have the Phillies kick off you know, yeah. Monday, or yeah. the Phillies are gonna kick off their you know, their game Tuesday. 
Tuesday. Yeah. So, Oof. yep, I got to get everybody, uh, everybody in there for that, and uh, we'll get that going again because a uh, little sidetracked, a little busy uh, lately, so not enough time to get get it in. But we're gonna we're, we're gonna get back. Hey, listen, to that life now. life happens, right? Life happens. So, so listen on the way out. Go Flyers. We'll talk to you next time. Later. Peace. Vonsee Brewing Company is a 20-barrel, 16,000-square-foot microbrewery with a 2,500-square-foot tasting room, including a spacious outside beer gardens in Norristown, PA, in the heart of Montgomery County. The Vonsee family is part of the family that started C. Schmidt and Son Brewing in 1860. Stop in Wednesday through Sunday and taste a variety of draft and 16 ounce cans of originally brewed beer and tell them the Drunk on Broad crew sent you. Vonsee Brewing is located at 1210 Stenbridge Street, Suite 300 in Norristown. Cheers! In clicks are the only glasses for real sports fans. With interchangeable arms you can support all of your favorite teams or even make and create custom options as well. These die-hard sports fans have realized that sports fans needed something other than face paint to show their love and passion for their teams. Go to teamclicks.com slash DOB and show your love for your hometown team. La Torrance curated collection of men's and women's watches is a perfect investment that lasts for years to come and fits perfectly with your every outfit and style. Our range of classic watches aren't just a great perfect formal and casual accessory, but a time machine that takes you back to memories. Explore our collection of timeless watches that can reflect your taste, personality, and personal style. Our exclusive collection of carefully curated affordable luxury watches is what you need to make a personalized style statement. You can take pride in your prized possession, handing it over to the next generations as your most loved asset that they can also own and display with the same pride. These high quality pieces stand the test of time, giving exceptional value and return on your investment. Go to law-touring.com and use code DOB at checkout and get 10% off. If you're looking for unique sports apparel, check out Streaker Sports. They've dug deep into the archives and have brought back some incredible defunct team logos and have even created entire defunct league collections. They also have collections paying homage to sports culture including the Miracle on Ice, Slapshot, Kadishak, the Mighty Ducks, and even have a license with Wiffle Ball and USA Hockey. Only for drunk on broad listeners, use code BROAD at checkout to get 10% off anything at streakersports.com. Again that's 10% off anything at streakersports.com with discount code BROAD. part of the fired up sports network of shows please check out other fired up sports network podcasts like the Pilot pod what are cooler talk bell smashers philly sports love and pain drunk on broad beer battered sports and the fired up sports show which are available on all major podcasting hosting sites and social media also 
Check out Mark Ramos Ramos Roundup on Fired Up Sports, com, which breaks down the happenings going on with all your favorite local teams.